Welcome back to the No Tact Talk podcast, where the only rule here is to have no tact. <sighs> Y'all, I'm sad, I'm happy, I'm feeling good. Um, I, I wasn't procrastinating making this, but this is the last episode of season one. And I thought I would be, um, I'm so, don't get me wrong, I'm super excited, I'm super happy to be here. This this, this is the 66th episode um, of the podcast, and it's been like a year and a half, and you know, as you know, if you listen to the episodes at all, these ain't no 10-minute episodes, they all like an hour plus um, for the most part, and this is my baby, <laughs> you know? Um, normally, there's a clip at the beginning of each episode, but I want to take this time to say thank you. Um, this is your first time listening if you came here through other channels, and this happens to be your first episode ever listening to the podcast feel free to skip through this um if you kind of want to know a little bit more about it i would definitely stay but i just want to say thank you all for the support um the subscribes on youtube the apple spotify you know wherever you get your podcast the shares the reviews um this ba- my baby no tech talk grew into i mean he she he whatever it is is at least a toddler we ain't no adult yet but we at least we walking, <laughs> you know, like we 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 broke out the chains just like um just like Forrest Gump, like we out here, okay, we out here. Um, I'm also recording this at the same time on video, so it might be a little awkward for me doing both, which is not. It's just because when it's me talking, it's weird looking at both things, trying to make sure audio good in the video, but whatever. Um, if you're also seeing this on YouTube, I'm probably gonna make this a second video, like in a separate video rather, just so you can have it, and then I'll put the this part on the beginning of the other episode as well. The one you're about to hear is um is an Instagram live. So the audio won't be the best, but it's very informal, which I loved. It's a great guy. So I'll, I think I'll do an intro for him as well on the podcast. So I'll leave that over there. But um, this is, the, again, the season one finale episode. Um, and I'm, man, your boy didn't grew up. We came a long way, okay? Right now, I'm in the, the, the makeshift studio that I have. If you're watching on YouTube, you see, like, the panels and the lights and all the other stuff. I've already broken most of it down because this is the last episode. And the last one was done on IG Live, so you really didn't need that much, you know, visual as far as the YouTube community. Um, but I do have, like, the, the setup. That you, you know, you know, you see it on YouTube. So, um, but everything is down because I need a mental break. Uh, also, this is August, so this is my birthday month, so I'm, I'm taking time for that. The last episode you would have heard is, um, I think it came out on July 25th, and it was sore. It was an amazing episode with Heidi. She was amazing, so definitely check that out. But um, I needed time to make this actual recording and video prior to putting out the last episode because I always get such, in- I mean, I'm when I tell y'all, probably before every episode, I get such anxiety uh, <laughs> before I record, like I pray before I record, and it's just like it's the first time I'm ever doing it. I swear I get the same like nervous feeling um, before I do an episode with somebody, or even if it's just by myself. It's so weird, but like even now, it's like man, it's the final one. Part of it, well, for the season, obviously, not forever, not series finale, but season, right? Finale. Um, I always get this, this, you know, I'll call it evil Kermit in the back of my head, like man, if you quit now, um. You might never do it again. This might not be something 
and I get that, that feeling every time, you know, like I might go like a couple of days or I know for a while I was doing it for a week, but I, I work was just so crazy. But so then they would come out like every two weeks and I kind of make up for, you know, depending on people's schedules and stuff. So it's always this constant battle to feed the, the beast and to put out content and make me you know how social media is making yourself relevant and doing these different type of things. But um, I stayed true to the course. I stayed consistent to myself. I didn't put too much on myself. Like I, the grind was definitely there. Um, but it was something that grew me up. So earlier on, so I won't make this a super long intro to the uh, episode, <laughs> for especially, especially for the listeners. Again, feel free to skip through this. I'm sorry. Um, uh, but um, I want to start out with the, the segments that I, I created. So at the end of each episode, it's like probably the last. If you look again, if it's your first time, probably like the last forty episodes have had um. The superpower question. So if you could have any superpower, what would it be? And how would you use it to make money? At first, it started off kind of cool. But everybody would be like, yeah, I want to cure world hunger. Or I want to make a hug everybody and cure for cancer. So then it translated and morphed into it has to be a selfish superpower, right? It has to be something that um, you want. It, you know, if I was, your name was Bob or something, right? I was like, hey, I want this to be a Bob selfish superpower. How would the superpower help you on your daily life and so then we get kind of to the nitty-gritty of like what who you are and um like for me I was just said super speed so you know for a lot of different things and I'll make a transition to that here in a second but super speed I want to be fast obviously because physically I'm not a fast runner I can go distance right but I'm not no runner like no sprinter right um but also in my head I want to slow down in my head because I also came out talking about ADHD maybe halfway through so we'll get to that here in a second and the second part I wanted to make sure and I have to go back and check I'm not sure I did it from the beginning but I want to make sure that um people always had a scripture um at the end of each episode just something to chew on and know so whether you believe in God or not you know whatever your affiliation is I wanted to make sure that people got a good word towards the end and and for the most part I, I have to say it had a lot to do with the conversation uh, prior because I would come with my notes already ready for the scripture before we even had the conversation, but it directly correlated for the most part. And that's why you pray. And, you know, you, I felt like that's kind of God is, uh, that was God telling me like, yeah, this is where you're supposed to be. This is who you're supposed to be talking to. Uh, the conversation you had was solid and, and I'm affirming it with my word that we had prior to. So that was cold, super tough. Right. I mean, you know, I mean, all great things. Um, so those are two concretes, but I also wanted to make sure that, uh, when you go back through the episodes, or if you're an avid listener, that you saw the growth, that you saw transparency, that I did not try to put out put out a perfect product. That's very important that you know. I didn't try to put out this super tailored. We all had these great podcasts. and y'all great. I mean, all good podcasts, right? But like they're all like perfect. You could tell when they edited it. Edit. I can never say the word. You can tell when they edited the mistakes out, just like what I just did, or when they um. It was something that was crazy, and they just kind of like bleed. You know, just a little crazy stuff that you shouldn't have to do. Conversations were meant to be informal. Conversations were meant to be candid and open, and that's what no tack talk is. We, we tended to have no tack. And so unless it was like something crazy that the, the person didn't want me to put in the episode, it was in there. If, if you got the mistakes. You got the sometimes the bad audio, depending on where I was. You got even like the one you probably finna hear on Instagram, like Titan was walking around in the background. There was a lot of stuff going on, but I had made the date and I couldn't push it. So I'm, I had to take him out, and his, his little chain was dingling, and it was just a bunch of stuff. But that's life. 
<laughs> okay? I never said I was perfect, but I know that my content was key. I know that the people I had on were solid, and I stand by them, and I know that I gave you the best of me. And I feel like when you're doing anything, when you give somebody the best of you, God will bless that, and it, it will resonate with people, okay? Uh, man, we are at eight minutes. Oh, well, again, I told you you could skip through it, but I'm doing good. All right, so uh, a lot of stuff that we talked about was uh, God, of course, music, real estate, finances, fitness, church hurt, uh, faith, uh, how people view faith in Christianity, which is what I am for sure. That's why I wanted them to have the scripture, right? Um we talked about black women empowerment, business. On, you know, I talked to business owners, my feeling on racism in this country. my Aubrey was a really good episode because I was just angry. I was talking with my friend about that, um, just you know, my instant response about um, how I was feeling about that. And um, living a purpose-filled life, COVID-19. I talked to a professional football player, musicians, estate planners, um social media influencers and a bunch of other people so i'm going through this man i'm just like yo i have put in some time and effort and work into this like this isn't just something that people start and you know how everybody say they want to start something and just quit like two episodes in or one post in or whatever we decide we want to do because it just doesn't get them excited i still had anxiety about it i still was nervous about um you know, the episodes and everything, but I did it and I felt like God wanted me to do it. I felt like it helped me out. And as I grew, um, it, at first it was for me and it still is, but at first it was for me just so I could sleep better at night. I wasn't able to sleep as good as well, rather, because I would have so much in my head to say that I couldn't get it out on the wax or on paper or whatever else that, you know, I couldn't sleep at night and have these crazy dreams. And ever since I started, my sleep has been getting better. I felt like I have an outlet to be heard um and to make a difference and a change in people's lives so even if i only um you know change one person's life from an episode that's enough for me it really is uh just recently i put up a salvation video and that's another thing being completely open is that i i why did i procrastinate on making a salvation video like i had everything i know i wanted to put down on it but it took me this long i think i did like a couple weeks ago making a salvation video. So I put it on all of the Instagrams and definitely on the website, notechtalk.com, you know, anyway. But you can get saved over the video, right? And I, I explained the whole thing. And so, like, this has become my ministry. It has grown me up through my conversations with uh, these amazing men and women. I've matured and I have understood different spectrums of life with finances and physicalities and, and mindsets. And I feel like I'm a better man because of it, right? Um and this is an ADHD tip. I had a, um, well, I'll start with therapy first. The same, I'll start encompassing, but I did a little sub series within the episodes about me going to therapy because I think that's so important, especially for black males to go to therapy and to um, just uh, get it out, you know, just to get it out, get their thoughts out. So I, I kind of talked about, all right, I went in, talked to this lady, intakes. My, my first thoughts I, when I came out of the um, the sessions, and so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then from going to therapy, and I always knew, I always told people, like, in the back of my head, there was something wrong. Well, not necessarily wrong, but it was something awry in my head because I always felt like um, – and I'm not going to go too deep into it for the sake of the video, but I always felt like um, it was just something missing or I needed to address that I never did until the last couple of year, oh, year or so. 
um, which causes conversation with my parents and different things like that about ADHD and, you know, me having to take something for it and how when I took something for it, I felt like a completely different person. For, and, it, and I didn't know that it was just because I'm getting on something new that you know, obviously you feel a little bit different, but everything leveled out and we cool now. But uh, for a minute, I felt like I was two completely different people because I'm like, okay, cool. If I'm performing at this level on this stuff, and then I go back to just not being able to focus. Am I two different people? Have I always supposed to have been this way my entire life? I'm just like spiraling, right? But it's, you know, <laughs> actually trying to get into my own head. And I actually did an episode with my boy Jayon because he, he uh, has ADHD as well and how you just live with it. And we talked about everything. But that's healing. That's a form of therapy. This entire season for me, at least, has been a form of therapy because I have been able to get my, my thoughts out and talk to people and be open and transparent and sometimes it didn't sound okay sometimes it wasn't the the best thing to say in the moment but I was me and I was just telling my buds and homeboys that at my funeral if um if they say nothing else about me they gonna say Jay was Jay so whether it be good or bad whatever you think about me whatever right Jay was always Jay he was never fake he was always authentic and he did what he thought was right in the moment. He's very impulsive, but Jay was Jay, right? And that's ultimately all that I want for my life and for my future children to just view me as that. I was me, and I didn't care what people thought. I was going to do what I wanted to do. I was going to do what I felt was right. And I think that's all we really can do in this life. Um, That's all I'm going to say. But I, thank y'all again. I'm, I don't want to get too emotional because, you know. But I will be back, obviously. I don't even know. I, maybe, like, in a month or so, maybe longer. I don't know. But I'm definitely probably going to give you all some bonus episodes in between in between time. But um, I can't wait to see you all for uh, season one. I mean, for season two. If you're missing the episodes, go catch up. Go be a part of the journey. And I promise you, I promise you, by the time you finish these 66 episodes, I, new season will be here. There's no way I'm going to put y'all out like that. Um, it will be here. But with all that being said, enjoy the last episode of the No Tech Talk podcast, season one, season finale. <laughs> and I will see y'all for season two. Peace. Hey, yo. Hell. What up, What's man? up, man? Yeah. We here. Yeah. We here. What's up? Not much, bro. I'm glad to be here, big dog. I'm glad to have you here. I've been thinking about this for a while. I was like, how am I going to end the season finale? First season, I think this is uh, episode six to four, six to five. I can't even call it. Dang. Yeah. And these ain't no 30-minute episodes. These hour plus, you know. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna give a little. We already officially started anyway because we're on Instagram, but I'm gonna give a little uh, intro. I, I like to keep them very informal. If y'all know about the podcast, all people coming in and out, or if you listen to this, y'all about the podcast. Leave it alone. A dog in the background. Um, keep it very informal. But I want to say while I'm getting myself finished out, that, hey man, you been motivating me. <laughs> you know what what you doing yeah. is um and this is what I talk about in these different spaces is that um you you for one no matter what type of environment you grew up in uh, I'm sorry what type of environment you grew up in um you decide to create your own lane you know how kind of how we grew up kind of how you know in the church and everything and being subjected to different type of stuff 
it's easy to go one path or it's easy to go and do different types of things. But that's kind of what I kind of admire. But I'm like, okay, he's doing his own thing. Murray stayed right doing his stuff. I was like, creating that following. Uh, I definitely uh, got with you when you, I think you, I don't know if you said like the Bible says, I guess, at school. Sure, for sure. And, you, you know, you create that following, people catching up with you, and you, that's why I was like, man, okay, how can I end the season? And I said, if I had to sum up the entire season, what we do in both of our spaces is our ministry, right? Yeah. And you ain't got to be in the pulpit to have a ministry or in the church, right, to have a ministry. And so what, what we decided to do, and I feel like everybody, if you're creative at all, you say, okay, well, how am I going to make my imprint? upon this world, right? How am I gonna change the game? And so I, the one I just did before this, and if y'all listen on the podcast, y'all heard Heidi, and, and it's about the feeling that you get, that you kind of know when you tap into your purpose, what you're supposed to be doing, um, stuff like that. Hey, saying, let's go, let's go. Yeah, if you listen on the podcast, y'all, this is an Instagram live, so we're gonna read the comments and everything too. Thanks y'all for joining. But um, I wanted to first talk about, before we introduce you officially, of course, um, matter of fact, let's do that now. Tell everybody who you are. If you're not on Instagram, I keep, I keep forgetting that we uh, you're gonna be hearing this on the podcast as well. Let everybody know who you are, and we'll start from there. I got you. Uh, what's up, y'all? My name is Ejo Side Kenty. Um, my mom named me Ernest Kenty, but yes, when I college. Uh, my name actually got shorter. It went from EJ to E, and you know, with me being out here in the real world now, I'm I'm scared to not even have a first name anymore. Uh, oh wow. <laughs> But um, but yeah, this this jokes aside, um, grew up in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, um, went to school in the inner city at Ramsey High School. Played football there. Ended up getting a full scholarship to go to Murray State University. Nice. That's how I ended up in Kentucky. Um, and played football there for about two and a half years. Ended up having a catastrophic knee injury uh, to where you know I had a self identity crisis. Right. Uh, yeah. But uh, after finding myself and on the journey of discovering who I am, I ended up having an even bigger platform than I did on the football field, off the field. Uh, mm -hmm. So, ended up uh, discovering, you know, my heart for cutting hair, cooking, um, a number of things, man, uh, videography, graphic design, just to have some side money. I, Is it because you liked it or was out of a necessity for what you was doing? Bro, like, to be honest, I just needed something to fill that time where I stopped playing ball at. So, yeah. uh, so I... I just wanted to perfect the skill, uh, and we can get into that later on. But sure. um, ended up being a full-time entrepreneur in school. Um, ended up uh, discovering my art to speak uh, because, like you said, uh, through running a full-time ministry on the college campus, and then now I serve as the vice president of the Student Executive Leadership Council of the ministry yeah. uh, from overseeing six-plus uh, schools in three different states. Um, it's like it forced me to go out into a speaking role. Uh, mm -hmm. So ended up discovering my love for speaking through that, and then so here I am now. Um, <laughs> so so yeah. when I talk to people about speaking, because it's a lot of different ways you can run your mouth, as I said, right? So you can you can be on the radio, you can do podcasts, you can do just Instagram lives, you can you know send motivational speaker just in person. Um, how what what's I want I always want to talk about that feeling that you get because ultimately we're helping other people, but I feel like when you start now really you know promoting yourself and what you do your experience what you talk about it has to be a, a sort of a therapy for yourself right because um i always talk about uh you know people say it's seven ways to do this five ways to do that it's an acronym for everything under the sun 
but when somebody's listening to you, you know, even babies and dogs, they, they know what real real is, right? They yeah. can tell when somebody's speaking from a real place versus, oh, you know, he just he just doing it. He wrote he wrote a book. He had a little script to write a book. He just got something out there outside just to say he's doing something. Right. And so um, I kind of wanted to know, like, what kind of got that itch for you? So you had to, like, okay, I want to speak. I want to, like, transform lives and do this type of thing. Yeah, man. This is my life, bro. So, like, I yeah. wear I wear my testimony on my sleeve. So I'm not scared to talk about, you know, the different things that I've been through, the pain that I've been through. So it forced me to have this mentality, like, I don't go through things by myself. Like, and then for two, I don't go through things just to say I went through things. So everybody yeah, right. goes through life saying that, you know, they uh, things happen for a reason. I, I had to get out of that because things don't happen for a reason if you don't want it to. So a lot mm -hmm. of people go through life scared of their past and those things, you never use them. So in essence, they happen for no reason because you're trying to forget about those things, right? So what I had to do, it forced me to dig into my past, dig through all the things that I'm going through. And now I'm in a season of my life where I analyze the things that I'm currently going through so that I can walk people through what they're going through, and they've been going through it for five years. But yeah. I'm finally through analyzing while I'm going through things, right? So uh, when I, whenever I speak, like I'm speaking through passion, right? And I'm speaking mm -hmm. with the same passion as I would if I was trying to run through somebody on the football field. Like yeah. I, I think that same thing because I remember hearing um, one of my mentors by the name of Jeremy Towns, well, Dr. Jeremy Towns now, right. uh, he played football for the Buffalo Bills, right? Uh, and I think the Washington Redskins at one point. And he said one time uh, from hearing him speak, he said, I want to be able to hit somebody so hard that they beat my God. So I'm like, right. hold on, fam. Like, do you wow. mean meet, meet your God by telling them about Jesus or like really knocking their tail out? So really, mm -hmm. I want to be able to, every time I speak, be able to uh, implant my God in somebody and they feel him, right? Without me even having to say his name. That's another reason why I resonate with you too, because... Um, like growing up, and I always equate this to church because that's definitely my background. But growing up, I never really liked preachers that yelled a lot, right? I hated it, and you know yeah. because, and you could almost you go there every Sunday. You can you can almost preach it yourself because you know what they're gonna say. They end up the last little bit, you know. It's a whole little field, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? But I just felt like it wasn't it wasn't applicable to me. I needed somebody to kind of sit down. I, I would rather have like a long series breaking down a couple of scriptures, the why behind this, this type of third, rather than somebody just make me just feel good for the moment. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And it's nothing. And again, I'm gonna keep plugging you in here because I, we talked about before. I've been watching you for a minute. I was like, because when I hear people, you got the inflection. You, you definitely command a presence for sure. And I, I, when I'm even just seeing it, and I ain't even seen you in person yet, yet, right? But just hearing you and watching the videos and and doing what you do and taking your craft seriously is it's, it's more than just that. And so, like, some people, man, they just boisterous just to, just to be there. Yeah. But when I, and I've talked to, I mean, I've talked to, you know, Shannon Waldrop, he uh, at Real Fit in Center Point? I don't think so. So I shot him out, too, just in case you ever hear this. Um, I used to work with him at uh, Riviera Fitness in Center Point back when I was training. And he talked from such a place because he got shot in the head. Right, wow. got shot in the head. The bullet bounced off his skull and went out the other way. Wow. And so, yeah, right. It is crazy, but I'm, I'm hearing this story every day, right? Because I'm working with him, so he's obviously mm -hmm. telling his testimony. You know, telling his um, what his story about what happened, and he would tell it like it was the first time it happened, like yeah. it's the first time he was ever talking to somebody. 
And so when I when I when I see people speaking, when I see people in the, in their their passion, you ain't gotta be speaking. It could be you know building the house out of pencils, whatever people do these days, right? Yeah. There there's a passion involved in that. And so when I when I make these connections like with you and other people, and I I, man, I turn down more people than I have episodes. To be honest with you, wow. And pe and people don't believe that. We we ain't no Joe Rogan, but we 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 making our, our movement with the podcast, right? So people are like, AJ, I want to come on a podcast. On a podcast, I said, okay, what are we talking about? I don't know. I just I just want to talk. I got something to say, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, oh, what you got to say? Talk yeah. to me, right? And they're like, oh, I don't know, man. Just and you just about like relationships or mm. you know something crazy. What's up, man? You put it on. I'm sorry. It's about relationships or, you know, just some, like, drama-type feel. And they could, they could hold an angle, too. But I was like, you're not passionate about this subject. Yeah. And and ever since I started kind of getting in my spaces or whatever, I've been uh, dealing with people more with uh, with purpose and, and having the tenacity and having just something they can't they can't hold in. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, when you have yeah. something on you like that, you can't. You can't hold it in. Like you, you're not that pew Christian as people be talking about, right? You, you got something to say, and you and you can't live without saying. It. And so when, I, when I'm saying all this to say, it's like I hear that when I hear you speak. Yeah. I hear that it's it's with it's with purpose. It's not just cause, yeah, or it's not cause the likes or the, or the video. And that, that's cool. You know the stuff that we do, the likes. The, the, I think we talk about the good cameras a little bit too. Having a, that's great. That's to bring people in. But why are they staying? Mm-hmm. Earlier on, when I was speaking, um, they have these you know metrics and stuff like on YouTube, and it's like, well, how long did people listen, and how long did like if this is a five minute video, most people would like stay for like two minutes or whatever, right? Yeah. But I said, okay, well, and I'm talking to God, and I'm I said, what am I doing that's not letting people stay the whole time? What's what can't hold the five minutes? Because the whole five minutes solid to me. Mm-hmm. And so in the beginning, I'm like, well. Oh, it's it's too much about me instead of impacting other people, right? And so, what what keep going? What you think about that? As far as like what did you do, and as far as impacting the community? Yeah, man. Um, I I say like at the beginning it was very very uh difficult at first, uh, and that was okay. I actually got um my mentor uh by the name of Tony Thompson. Uh, he's a world renowned uh motivational speaker. So, For sure. Yeah. So. You know, he would always ask me, like, who are you trying to reach, bro? I say everybody. Like, anybody. Right. Like, everybody. He was like, bro, you need a target audience, big dog. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, cool. It, I'm I'm cool with the target audience, but I feel like I would reach more people if it was everybody, right? Everybody, but one yeah. thing, um, like, through reflection, I, I was like, man, like, if you go to the store, a person is more apt to choose their size. They're not going – if they see their size, they're not going to go from – uh, one size fits all or one size fits most. They're going to pick their size. So okay. when you go into, you know, um, any any realm where you're serving somebody, you want to be able to serve your target audience well. So if, like, I, I've had multiple people come up to me and say, hey, bro, like, can you can you speak on marriage? I'm not married, bro. Like, like why, why do you want me to speak on that? So a lot of the stuff that I speak about is things that I've gone through. It's things that mm -hmm. I've reflected on. It's things that I've mentored people through, uh, things that I've been mentored on, things I've made mistakes on because the uh, the wisest man on earth had to once become the most dumbest man on earth <laughs> to get that wisdom, right? So a lot of stuff that I speak on, I, I would call myself an expert on it through experience, through mentorship, through, you know, all these different things, education. 
So I'm not going to open up my mouth on something I'm not proficient in. Mm. Uh, or even try to make assumptions on it to try to make myself feel like I know what I'm talking about. Because mm. what that ends up doing is it taints my my influence and it ends up uh, leading people astray because they take it to where I, I've learned this. I know with the way that I talk, like I can make somebody believe that a, that a rock can run. Like yeah. for real, it will sit for there sure. and that rock runs because I've said it, right? And the way that I portrayed it. So with me using my, my influence, I have to make sure that I, I, I tediously do research on the things I speak about. I prepare promptly before I even open my mouth, especially when I do speaking engagements. Like mm -hmm. I, I have to study that. Like those things I, I speak on, I have to become proficient in it. Facts. So it's so depending on where you're speaking there, you're obviously tailoring what you're talking about to who you're talking to. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, I was in the clubhouse yesterday and we were talking about networking and how you present yourself. My topic on it was you being your authentic self. So if I obviously knew you before, you know, we linked up for this or whatever, but think about how many times people want to connect with you and they were one way in the DM but in person, the quality was not there. Yeah. Yeah. And and this is, I know we start talking about speaking to everybody, you know, and we're going to get to more about him in a second. But another thing I wanted to focus on for this season was authenticity, right? It's minimal editing. It's, I mean, you know, I, I, I talked to, I had two or three episodes about me having ADHD and dealing with that. So, like, even right now, I might, I might be 18 different places with me practicing. The way I speak is still bringing it back to the original topic, right? It's right. the hard work that we put in prior to. And for even for people to come up to us to talk to you, like, hey, you should do this in the third, because as far as the community, people just want something, but they don't know what they want yet. Think about the Apple effect. We didn't know we wanted an iPod or an iPhone until they, they came out with it. And so it's so dangerous what especially you do because you on the motivational speaking motivational speaking part i'm just in my little space right but because when you have a platform in general and it gains traction people just blindly start to follow you and now we're held a little bit more accountable in the kingdom to me you don't know what y'all believe but you're held more accountable in the kingdom you talk about the preachers the deacons the people that held offices back in the day like god said hey i'm gonna hold you more accountable because you're over my sheep right and so um, I commend you, I'd like to say, right, for one. But for two, it's just I, I recognize that I got Coach Vic coming in, too. Like, you know, he even talking about, hey, man, hey, man, you need to – because he's trying to give me the motivation speaking as well. That's why I shouted him out. But he, he sees that in me, right, more of a mentor for sure from, from me. And uh, he's like, AJ, you got something to say. So now as we're coming up, there's a difference between having something to say and then, like, working on your gift. Because everybody can – Anybody can grab a mic and just speak. Mm -hmm. But now we have to like, okay, God, like I gave you this gift. And this is what he told me. I'm just speaking for myself. You tell me what you, uh, you think in a second. He said, hey, I gave you the charisma and the tenacity to speak, but you got to know me better. Right? And even if you don't believe in God, with, that, with whatever your craft is, you got to hone in on that craft. Yeah. You can have a gift to do anything, but what are you doing with it? What you think about that? Yeah, man. Um, one thing that, that I say is, let's just say this. I grew up singing in the church, right? Yep. You right. tenor, tenor, bass, uh, what? You said what? What was you, a tenor, bass, tenor one? What we got? Well, I was tenor and bass, bro. I got moved hey. to my uh, high school teacher. Uh, Red, Red right. told Ms. Ross, man, Ms. Myrna Rhea Ross. 
It ran Rest in peace. Yo, but um, but like, let's just say for sinking, right? Big dog, I I haven't sang for real, for real since I since I graduated high school, mm-hmm. right? So that's a gift that God entrusted me in that I'm not actively using. Like I might do it in the shower, might do it every now and then, but I can honestly say, even though my voice has gotten, you know, more mature, like for sure. If I would have kept on practicing those things, it's not too big. I could still do it. But if I would have kept on going to voice lessons and everything like that, I would have saw an increase in it, right? But mm-hmm. now it's kind of like, okay, like, bro, you could just sing, right? Like, now if I could sing, I don't know. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Anything, you know what I'm saying? But I could probably have sang if I would have kept on practicing it. So, like, when the things that I find myself passionate about, like speaking, uh, uh, cutting hair, uh, cooking, all those different things, I'm constantly – looking for an avenue where I can get better at. So, um, like I said, I was going to talk to uh, talk a little bit more in depth. Um, yeah. I go to school with me knowing how to cook for real, for real. Like, I used to burn stuff back in, uh, back in high school. Yeah, right. Culture, right. So what I ended up doing is, like, one of my closest friends named Niall Shinwell, he actually is, like, a chef, right? So when mm-hmm. I got to school, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting with him, I'm like, hey, bro, like, what kind of spices do you use with that? And using my knowledge from like my grandmother, which is uh, from the Bahamas, uh, my grandfather uh, from the Bahamas as well. So mm-hmm. like all those different, you know, um, uh, avenues that I've used to basically create like a melodic. Mal- I mean, menage uh, of different things. Yeah, for uh, sure. It's like, bro, I have a piece of all these different tools that I, I chose to uh, embark in my life. And then uh, the same thing. And then what I ended up doing was I monetized it. So. Okay. When I saw my homeboy left, he's not selling plates of Murray anymore. I'm like, shoot, let me go ahead and boom, I'm filling the gap. I, I, I learned under him, boom, I'm in there. Then um ended up uh, learning how to cut my hair because I was just tired about, I was tired of. Trash uh, barbers. I did the same yeah, thing. Bro, like, Charging $50 for trash. Man, I swear, I did. It. I just did it in Tennessee. I got me some T outliners and some like some, some walls or whatever. And I, I messed it up. At the time, I was cool because I had waves, and nobody knows when I nick my little edge up. You know what I mean? I get it. <laughs> That's bro. So like, I, I learned. I learned from Rajay Perkins. Y'all just check him out, man. Okay. Barber at Nashville, Tennessee. He, we actually the same age. Came in to play football together at Murray yeah. State. And he actually won a uh, a barbering uh, contest not too long ago, about two months ago. With nuts. Oh, he talked about the hair. Once he left, they looking for somebody to cut hair. I'm like, boom, let me go ahead and cut hair. So it's me learning and then applying and stepping outside my comfort zone saying, hey, I didn't always grow up wanting to do this, but if there's a need and I'm proficient in it and I know that I have enough confidence to become proficient in it, I'm going to go ahead and practice. Okay, I'm going to so What do you say to somebody who – who wouldn't pick it up as easily? Who had a confidence? Because I know a lot of people who are scared to fill a spot, especially if he give a good fade or you know whatever, right? I'm just talking about anything in general. It, what yeah. where do you get that from? Where do you get that confidence from to be able to move into that place like that? So like I like, and we can just use cooking and and um and barbecue. Yeah, that's fine. Like, bro, I didn't, I I wasn't proficient in it. This is something that you know I'm shaking, trying to cut my yeah. own stuff, right? But I did not give up. Like you gotta keep going as 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 cliche as it is, you cannot give up. If you make a mistake, you analyze it and sit there for a second. Cause a lot of folks just like to forget about their mistakes. No, sit there a minute mm-hmm. and run through why you made that mistake, how you made that mistake, and how not to make that mistake again. 
So mm-hmm. I ended up staying there and saying, like, okay, how did I make it? Then I went to my mentor with him cutting hair, and I said, hey, like, how can I do better by doing this? He'll say, hey, do X, Y, and Z. A lot of times when people learn how to do better, they don't apply it. They just walk mm-hmm. away with the knowledge. Uh, they, they, not, they walk away with two things, knowledge and fear. And they never mm-hmm. get past the, uh, the, the, the obstacle. They walk away knowing what to do. Yeah. And just scared I, to do I, it. I think, I believe in the, I call them cookie cutter statements. It's the same thing, cliche, whatever. Um, you know, over fortune cookie, cookie cutter statements, whatever. I think they lasted this long. Like, I don't know. It's more than one way it's going to catch, right? The reason why they last for eons and decades or whatever is because they seem simple. You can put them on a T-shirt and it'll last because people always need motivated. They never take the extra steps to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, shoot for the, what, what do they say? Shoot for the moon. You know, you land among the stars of it, right? Y'all, y'all yeah. shooting for the, the clouds. You think about it, right? Think about how many podcasters, motivational speakers, whatever they are out there, right? It's your job here or your career your purpose here. What makes you different? What, yeah. Shark Tank will say all the time, what makes you proprietary, right? So even if it's building like a better mousetrap or doing something, whatever, it's like people aren't shooting high enough. And I, I honestly, I don't think they believe that they can make it to the moon. That, that's, that's where I'm at. And this is me talking to old me because I don't believe it either. Yeah. Because it's so much to do. I'm like, man, what I got to do to, and it's not even nothing to do with the fame or, the, or whatever. It's just about what can I do to be impactful, right? What can I do to, to affect my ecosphere, to my own circle? How can you, how you want to be like Cardi B, but you can't even affect Birmingham or Austin or wherever you at? <laughs> you know, you trying to go global. You can't even go to the uh what's the thing down what you, if you be having open house or whatever at the, at the bar down the yeah. street to sing you want to be a singer but you're not even putting yourself out there you you just want to get found right quick on instagram and let somebody make a, a millionaire out of you no man you gotta like put in the work and so that's that's another reason again i mean putting you again I, I resonate with you because i'm hearing that like yo especially with sports teams and stuff like that put in the work and I, I kind of wanted to ask you, actually, um, I'm trying to go off my notes here too much, but I had a, I had a, a chip on my shoulder about motivational videos with sports. And you just you kind of just tell me what you think, because if I'm, a, if I'm working at State Farm, right, and I'm, I want to be motivated, I want to be a top rep or whatever they do in insurance or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I'm watching this guy doing push-ups. You hear a rock in the back. You hear... You hear Isaiah in the background, right? Motivating you, yeah. rock, whoever, right? Um, and I'm like, okay, I see them doing the triceps with the chains. I see them out in the snow, hitting bricks, all this motivating stuff. Yeah. How do I? How do I bring it to my life? What, what, what do you think? Because anytime somebody motivates you, it's always dealing with something with fitness. And I'm like, well, how am I supposed to be motivated? To be great, I can't go out there and, and run 10 miles and then go be successful at State Farm. So, so what you think about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so th- this is the thing, like, especially with any profession, right? Yeah. Like, you want to make sure that you're reaching your target audience. So whatever, you know, like the speaker is doing, whatever the speaker is portraying, he's trying to or she is trying to reach that target audience. Now, if you just so happen to be in that audience and you're going to their page and everything like that, what I really urge people to do, and I and before I before I say that the urge, I'm gonna tell you what my mentor told me. Okay. Everybody 
everybody that's an athlete wants to make it to the next level, right? Some people that's not an athlete, they want to make it to the next level in their in, in their thing. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people are nosy about, and not nosy in a negative connotation, but they really want to know what it's like to be in the NFL. They want to know what it's like okay. to be one, or they want to make they want to know what it's like to have a million dollars or whatnot. Yeah, through connections, through people being vulnerable about their story, I want to ask a question: Could you possibly experience, or is it possible for you to for you to experience their successes? the way that they talk about their story so them saying the mistakes that they made the way to get there all those different mm -hmm. things can you apply it into your own personal life without even making it to the level that they did so you can eventually get to level the level that you want to be because life is really simple it's real simple we complicate it all the times like the foundational mm -hmm. presence that you need to have inside of your field is simple like everybody needs to work hard, consistency, mm -hmm. you know, uh, focus, dedication, learning how to say no, like all those different things, it lines okay. up with the same exact principles. So I don't care if they got Yoshi off of uh, Doggone Mario Kart on there. I'm going to sit right there and listen to what they have to say and analyze right. it because a lot of people are so caught up in not taking the extra step to make it relevant inside their life. So if they're not saying, hey, E, this is for you. They think that it's not mm -hmm. for them. And it's out because they don't use their brain. They don't use their mind to say, okay, how can I dissect what was said and then be creative enough to mold it into something that I can grasp from it? So, like, what I really urge people to do okay. is whenever they look at the video, don't be turned off for what they see visually. Look at what they're trying to say to you, like your, your inner person, that, that fire that you have on the inside of you. You might not – they might be saying, like, you can live a 1,000 pounds. But I guarantee yeah. you, somewhere within that, uh, in, within that video or within that person speaking, they're going to have a piece of how mm. they got to where they got to that a thousand pounds lifting. Take that piece. Take take pieces of the process. Don't take the result of people because you probably that's not your result. That's not meant for you. But the but the that's process good. that's meant for you. So what what does your process look like? Taking pieces. Of people, like you ain't gotta give a whole secret sauce of who you are. But I'm just saying, like, oh. what, what does it look like for you as far as to get into where you at right now? Yeah, man. So, uh, like, I, I hated this question growing up, and I and I hate using the word hate, and I just said that two times, probably an oxymoron. But I don't really like the word hate. But okay. I do hate when people ask me who is your mentor. I don't okay. have one. I don't have one. I have multiple. I have multiple mentors. Why? Because if I have a mentor within real estate and that's what he went to school for, he not married. I ain't finna go to him for no marriage counseling, bro. Thanks, <laughs> like I'm you know, so I'm gonna have to get a mentor in that. So what ends up happening is I go out and get the best from my connections and I go get the best of people that can pour inside of me so I can become the best version of myself. So what I'm okay. going to have to end up doing in every single arena of life, I actually have a new opportunity coming up now. I'm in the search of a mentor for that. Because even though people might say, oh, man, you're great for the position. Yeah, it was great for me to go inside of the position to get me in the door. But what's going to mm -hmm. keep me inside the, the position? What's going to keep yeah. me there? A lot of people know how to get there, but they don't know how to maintain it. Like, because it's easier for somebody to, to uh, it's easier for somebody to pull you down than for you to pull yourself up and then stay there. 
right? Okay. So that's where that, that, that's what I would say to that. So for somebody who does not have a mentor or is looking, what qualities should they look for in a mentor? Yeah, I'll I'll say find one like ASAP because if well, you how do you do that? Mentor, you said what? How do you do that? I need a practical example. Yeah. So one thing is. Nobody is going to attach your, their name to you if you if they see that you're not serious. Mm -hmm. If you don't have anything to show for what you're looking for, they're not attach your name to you. Like I okay. wouldn't, like I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to attach your name to you. And just take 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 it uh, from this, we can even look at it from a, a spiritual component. Like a lot of us are asking God for different things inside of our life, and we want Him to supply it. If God supplies that, he knows that he's going to, you're going to say, thank God. Yeah. So he's not going to give it to you if, if, he, if he knows that you're not going to, to be able to, um, sustain, because he's going to know if mm -hmm. his name is going to be connected to you. So the same thing with a mentor, right? A mentor is going to be sent by God inside of your life. And, I, and I'm not this holy moly Christian or anything like that, but somebody oh, no, yeah, I get it. pulls you into a direction where God is going to be there, like... He's sent. She's mm -hmm. sent by God, right? So, in order to to come that first for them to see, okay, if I pour into them, if I if I plant a seed in them, I want to be able to see a harvest for the work that I put in. Because I promise you, if I yeah. pour into somebody and and the way that I do it, and I can say only the way I can do it, I don't know how I've gotten a lot of my mentors. I really don't. Like I, I think people like think they have to. Say, hey, can you be my man? You know what I'm saying? Like, they got like officially act, and that's what I was trying to get no. to. Like, it's not as formal as you think it is. No, it's, it's finding not. somebody, and you tell me if I'm wrong, it's finding somebody in your space. But, and then what you, what you were saying, I don't know, gloss over that. You got to be good ground to have a mentor for somebody to pour into you, right? Yeah, that's kind of what you yeah. was at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's not, it's not saying that you have to go out there and ask to be somebody's mentor. Continue like if you see they're they're where you want to be, reach out to them about the concerning matter that you're trying to get to. They keep on responding, keep on pouring into you. It's kind of like it molds into a mentorship. It's not saying, okay, can you be my mentor? They're probably gonna ask, okay, what am I mentoring you on? If All you right. can show them what they're mentoring you on through your actions first, it's easy for them to go ahead and step into that role. Because mm. one thing is, I don't I don't ever label somebody as my mentee unless they label me as their mentor it's always they label me as their mentor uh first right mm -hmm. so like when, like okay. like i was saying like i don't know how i uh how i acquire a lot of my mentors unless they were referred to me but it's it's work that you have to put in to be considered somebody's mentee it's not just you taking from them and then you just living your life no you got you're gonna have to apply it and then come back with a with a report saying i did mm -hmm. x y and z this worked, this did not work. Okay, let's go back to the drawing board. Boom, boom, boom. And I'm going to lead you and send you off in the right direction. The mentor right. is not going to work for you. I think a big difference that people need to understand, too, is that they want somebody they can talk to every day, like a friend. Mentor, mm -hmm. y'all can be good. Y'all can even be best friends, come to your wedding, whatever. But it's not really meant. If y'all have that relationship because it just takes that for whatever you're doing, mean, mentoring, sure, I work in the same spaces. But I feel like most mentors, like, it's a check-in. All right, bro. So at least for me, it is, all right, what we doing? Last time we talked, we had lunch or whatever. You said you're going to do A, B, and C. How we do it? Gave you the tools, whatever else. What have you done to do that? It's, it's more of like a guide. But people yeah. think, I, I personally don't think, unless you got like a counselor, so I don't know, like, 
mentors are meant to really be there emotionally for you. For you know, again, for me, they they can be in spurts, but like, yeah, he ain't your, he ain't your homeboy. She ain't your homegirl. You know, what I'm saying? it shouldn't be like that because then it kind of breaks that that cycle, right? Like. Like you're saying, with marriage, then we might start talking about his marriage or her marriage or whatever, and kind of getting down deep into it because y'all had that relationship. But if it's in real estate, why are we talking about my wife? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's what you said. So, like, I think this is a, a very good topic that people really don't talk about enough about mentorship yeah. because they want they want to have the um, they want to have a plug. They want it right now. They want that 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 to hand up to help out, but they don't have anything to to bring to the table and have the quality. To, to do whatever. I don't know why my dog is so crazy. Yeah. And I, and it's I'm part of it, though. It's season finale, baby. I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, I said, yeah I, I've come to my mentor. Like, if, if I have, like, let's just say my uh, motivational speaker mentor, right? Yeah. I, I've come for, and I, and I have the courteousness to be able to say, okay, like, I'm dealing with this right now, bro. Have you... Have you dealt with something remotely close to it that kind of took you away from the main goal that you have right now? So okay. it's keep on topic of the, the 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 problem at hand, saying that okay, I'm trying to be I'm I'm a motivational speaker. I have things that I have that concerns that, but I have this underlying factor that's preventing me from getting what I want to get done. Have you had something similar inside of your life where it was kind of like uh preventing you from doing that? How mm -hmm. did you navigate through it? So even though you're you're still getting, um, it's kind of like you're you're doing your mentor a favor by continuing to tug at their expertise. So they yeah. might not be they be they might not be able to help me uh, with the problem at hand, but they give me the tools in order to nav navigate through what I'm going through, and then I'll slide to my other mentor saying, "Hey, they're proficient in this." Let me go ahead and attack the problem right here at the root. But mm -hmm. with me, what I'm trying to accomplish, I just need to know how to navigate uh, through it right now. Wow. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Okay. So what do you think What do you think would be the – and being, let's just make it a broad statement because I want, I want, I'm trying to make this palatable for a lot of different audiences. As far as – uh, success, right? What What do you think being successful is? Let's just start there. Your Your mm -hmm. version of success. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think um, success is. Well, I'll just say for me. Yeah, success yeah. Is how How far my impact can go within the generation? That's my success. Like, I want to know if I can impact somebody at a level where it resonates with them, and they impact mm -hmm. their kids, impact their mother, they impact their father. Like, how far can my impact go? That's success to me. Like, success is not, you know, what's in the bank account. Success is not, you know, how many shoes I got. Success is not, you know, what you can do from an economic standpoint. It's not that. It's about how impactful can I be on a person and then see the after effects from generations to come. So, like, yeah. I can find success within, you know, a relationship. You know, uh, can I be impactful enough to mm -hmm. just say, like, we have kids, you know what I'm saying? When they get married, have kids, it's like, okay, can I see that success within our children to embark the same things inside of them? You know what I'm saying? Can I see success within my family, you know, within my mother and father? You know, the things that we've gone through, can I see that same level of success through a football team, students, yeah. all those different things? That's my success. That's that's it for me. Everything else is the byproduct of becoming consistent or remaining consistent. 
So, so what about ambitions? What, where does that lie in being successful? Because I feel like it can be that can be a good word or a bad word, right? Our ambition can can take us a lot of different places, especially being men, right? I mean, we did a lot with yeah. pride, ambition, ego. I think we, I think everybody wants better, but I don't think people have thought about okay, where do I? What am I really going for? And I get, I get it. That's a great answer. I think, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I so, want to impact people what I do as well. But I, I, I'm trying to think selfishly sometimes. I think that's mm-hmm. natural. I think that's, I think it's healthy. A lot yeah. of times, to think selfishly, be like, okay, what, what, do, what does Jay really want? And I, I, well, I know it's true and it's good. And like I said before, when it ends up helping other people, right? But I still need to be fulfilled. And I think that people kind of get that mixed up and, and, and misconstrued. And like, hey, I've got ambitions to be, I want a G-Wagon. I want this. I want to be able to. And people don't get it, right? They, we hear the Jay-Z's and they, they'll talk about him like, yeah, I want to be able to have enough money to to um, help other people. Yeah. And like, man, it's easy to say that when you're rich. It's easy to say that when you already got it. You already a billionaire. Yeah, you got to do anyway. You might as well help folks. They don't have that mindset for it, right? That's what I've been trying to transform mine to as well. Like, how do I get to that mindset to where, like, hey, cool, I reach my precipice or you know, I'm, I'm in the space where I want to be. Obviously, you grow. You never want to stop growing. But I've reached in the area that I want to be in. Now I'm trying to give back. You, you think right. ambition kind of hurts or helps in that, in that area? No, I believe it helps uh, in, a, in a sense. Um, because, like, in, in front of my previous statement of saying, you know, my success is predicated on how much people got, I can impact, yeah, if I'm broke, the level of people I can <laughs> I can impact is like very minimal, right? So right. I'm not saying that the are not uh, important because they are. Because I feel like mm-hmm. if, you know, if I if I have let's say ten people that starving on the side of the road, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, no, nobody that's scamming, right? Because you know we got some scammers out here. You know what I'm saying? But legit, starving. right? I only have enough for my meal, and my heart is telling me that I need to impact their life for a certain uh, uh like for a uh. I need to impact their life at a certain level. Yeah. Why am I up here trying to give them a full keynote uh, and they starving? Right? I don't need to be like talking to them. And this 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 one of the problems I have with, you know, I don't want to say the church, but I say believers, people that's religious mm-hmm. or something. Sometimes we can be so religious or spiritually inclined that we're no earthly good. So you mm-hmm. see somebody on the side of the road, they down and out, or you even have a friend that's down and out. If you got if you have like thirty, forty dollars in your bank account, right? Yeah, right. Well, I don't bank account, but you know, and they ask you for five dollars, and you say, or they don't even ask you for it because it might be their pride, right? They'd be like, "Man, right. you know, I'm just going so much, just like, whatever I'm, you I'm, got, I'm, yeah." I'm make it like boom. You really expect an impactful person, person, truly impactful person, to sit right there and pray for them, like, bro? They ain't trying to hear no prayer right now. Like we could pray, we could pray later. Let's go ahead and take care of the problem, which is let me go ahead yeah. and get you a five dollar meal from uh from Doggone Cookout, right? Yeah, yeah. Like feed them first. We can pray later. Like and that and that's a, a problem that I have with a lot of uh people is that you know we we end up going through life wanting to pray for everybody, but like, do you have enough capital? Do you have enough funds to be able to supply those needs first, and then let them know how to maintain those things, how to go out and get it for themselves. And, and be able to share with them, you know, how you were able to do it, which is through God. Like for me, that's through God, through through consistency, through, through the principles that you know I learned uh, in the Great Book. So, and I'm gonna tell you, I, I love this. This is flowing perfectly for me. Yeah. <laughs> do you um, do you feel like that you had to 
reevaluate reevaluate your relationship with God is it from stuff like that. I've done a lot of episodes on like church hurt and, and people dealing with the church. We all know how it is. I ain't got to go into that. Because um, I was raised up, obviously, kind of very, I, I feel like very similar to you, you know, two parent household. We all have our drama and stuff too, but I was raised up to believe, you know, believe, had those foundations. But it's different than believing in mama God, daddy God, versus, hey, now I have a personal relationship, right? Do, yeah. do you, um, what was it like for you? Because I always just say, I, I can't even think of a right way to say it. I said, I recame back to Christ, had a renewed relationship or whatever. Like, do you think you had to do that or was it just good to go from the start? Um, Man, bro, when I when I came from high school, like, you you know how I came from high school, bro. You know what I'm saying? Being in, in church, singing on stage. And yeah. one thing, um, you know, and you know, you know my cousins, you know what I'm saying? Melvin, Nick, and everything like oh, that. Bro, we used to be in the club the night before, bro. Get in around. Oh, three absolutely, o'clock. yeah. Bro, come in. <laughs> got to be up for church around four thirty, cause you know our parents be there. You better not be late. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we there, but that's the type of life we was living, bro. So like, but cause we was made to go there, we made the choice to go to the club, bro. You know what I'm saying? So like, and and I ain't saying nothing wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? No. But the type, the type of stuff that we was, you know, embarking in, bro, it probably wasn't the best. So like, when we um when we end up getting to um. When I ended up getting to college, it was like, oh, yeah. Nah, I'm going to make a choice not to really have anything to do with God. The only – I'll say this, bro. Football was the only thing that kept me close to God, bro, in okay. the way that I, I, I felt like I needed to because I used to make deals with that man. Like, if I try to do better, bro, give me a touchdown on, on, on Saturday, bro. If I do X, Y, and Z, bro, let me lead the team in top. You know what I'm saying? Like, all those different things, bro. Yeah. And end up having a, a cone of Jesus moment, you know, uh, and – and what, in that moment, bro, I just felt all the way empty, bro. All the things, because it was my, my scholarship was on the line at, at the point, bro. Uh, they were, like, I was hurt at, the, at that moment, so I felt like I didn't have any healthy coping mechanisms. So mm. when I got to that point, bro, I was like, yeah, my, my mama wasn't answering, bro. My grandma wasn't answering. My daddy wasn't. It was at that point where it was like, bro, if one more person don't, uh, don't, don't, don't answer, bro, I might, I might end it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was at that point, bro. And... Nobody would answer, but I was like, bro, let me just go ahead and try to talk to Pops, bro. And, and what I mean by that is Daddy God. You know what I'm saying? Let me yeah. go ahead and talk yeah, to yeah, God. Yeah. Ain't no talking to him, bro. And, you know, I made a promise to him. I like, bro, like the type of influence that I have, you know, I, I'm going to say that influence from trying to be the life of the party, bro. And I'll try to – I'll be the life of somebody's life, bro. And they and they living mm. through death. You know what I'm saying? Let me be somebody's life. So made that promise then, bro. And not saying that my journey was perfect, but – like, through me making a promise to God like that, bro, one thing that I never did again was talk about somebody in a negative light. So, cracking on folks. Like, where we from, mm. bro? It's the Bible. The picture, dog. Oh, yes, like, for sure. <laughs> hey, roast somebody, roast it. And it's straight up. It's no remorse. So, I, I never, yeah. since then, bro, I haven't talked about anybody else uh, in a negative light. So, when I, uh, when I found my relationship with God, bro, it just continuously keeps getting better. It's something that you never master, bro. Never. Mm. Like, you never master your relationship with God. And I feel like a lot of people, if they feel like they mastered it, bro, they they, they probably further away from God than, than yeah. you probably think. It's just getting back on the road. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We talk, using that as an analogy, like, it's, a, it's again, it's a pilgrimage. just getting, just trying. I, I feel yeah. like God, does, he respects us trying. And a lot of people think we got to be perfect. We got to just stop doing everything. And I always use the analogy, which I've gotten in trouble for, which is weird. I don't know. But I'm not using the analogy like, you know, the let's just say center. I used to say stripper, but 
for the sake of the Instagram. You know, it's not up to the people in the church to change the person. So let's say she coming in in a bikini, and then next Sunday she, now she got a shirt, right? Because she's she was loved in the bikini. When was she in a, a long dress? Obviously, you know we in a public place again. I gotta say that for the people that's trying to like fight the argument because I always get people emailing me like, "Yeah, man, what about this, this, and this?" Like, just relax. Anyway, so the the, the idea around it is let God transform that person. Yeah, I used to try to be the person to be the end the end game for everybody. No, and God would give, uh, put in my heart to get somebody like to see like you saying or like bless somebody, pray with somebody. But I'm checking in. Hey, man, you in the church? And that's good. But I'm trying to make sure it's stuck. I'm trying to make sure it's like Velcro, right? Like, nah. God, yeah. I was like, it ain't your job. Like, it is, but it ain't. You, you've given the gospel. You, you was a, a step on a journey to knowing me, right? Sometimes all you will have is one conversation. This is what I believe with somebody to impact their life forever because they're going to remember that conversation forever. And I know because people will come back years from now. I ain't heard the podcast when we talked six years ago. Boom, boom, boom. And, and speaking of going to, bro, I was in it then. They didn't happen to yeah. catch you on a good day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, God's good. Blah, blah, blah. But they took that conversation and held it forever. Yeah. You would be surprised. And so for me, very similar. It wasn't in college because I was crazy in college. But you know, I had to like live and get on my own and you know be struggling with rent and different, different type of things, messing with these women and stuff, bro. Like I said, some gotta give because I just, I just felt stuff pulling on me from every different direction. Yeah, I'm worried about like STDs. I'm worried about girls getting pregnant. I'm worried about drama with my family. I'm worried about pornography. I'm worried about everything. And like, God, I feel I'm not saying you put me in a situation because I, I feel a lot of times we do it ourselves. But I was just in this place where like, yo, some just gotta give. Yeah, <laughs> some just got got to give because I can't keep living like this, right? We chasing these. These these moments of uh, chasing these moments of sin and just to feel good for like this night or for thirty minutes, and we're not really fulfilled. I'm like, man, I ain't never gonna get that. I ain't got no, I'm, 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 you know, I ain't got much much, much money. There. Everybody be talking about everybody, everybody who's talking to me, um, got it good. They all older and stuff. They already been through this stuff. They don't understand what it's like to be me. Everybody always say that, right? You don't know what it's like. My sin bigger than your sin. You don't, you ain't dealing with what I'm dealing with, Jay. You know, and I'll say the same thing now because I, I don't want the perfect preacher or the perfect mentor. I want somebody yeah. who's been through some stuff. You know, I, I want I want your track record. That's how I talk to my mentor. Like, what, what, how you grew up when you was when you was twenty something? What was it like for you? You know what I'm saying? Because I want I want to see the dirt first before I can believe you. That's just me because I've been through a bunch. Mm -hmm. So if you at me, if you if, when God bless you, if you went through your life and. Didn't have any issues. You always went to church. Everything's peachy king. You know, you just dealt with regular stuff. That's great for you. God bless you. You actually listened when I did it. But we can't resonate. Yep. You're not here. <laughs> for people that's listening, we're not eye to eye, right? <laughs> you know, so um, that's why I feel like people need to get to. Like, I, I felt, you know, we just talk about lukewarm Christians. And, and all this stuff goes hand in hand, like. You ain't even gotta believe in God. Like you, you know you swaying left or right. We can even talk, break it down to morality. You know you're not being a good person. You know you pick and choose when you wanna. I right, nah, man. This is my line. I, I I might I might sell crack to so and so, but I ain't gonna sell it to Miss Johnson down the street. Even villains, you know, bad people got a line, right? Yeah, yeah. But when you teetering, 
that line get a little bit lower each time. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I I just thank God. I say it here right now. Like, I just thank God that my line wasn't too much lower so I was just too far gone. And that's that's the impact what you were talking about. That's the impact I want to make because I know I was I was pretty close. <laughs> you know, like, I was right there. And um, I just want to be able to, uh, through the gifts that God has given me, to impact other people. And that's what I feel like that you're doing, man, every day. I'm, I'm, hey, I know you watch each other. You know, we keep keep up with each other on social media. But I just want to say publicly, man, I, I love what you're doing. I know that it's, it's your purpose. I know that God got way more for you than this. You know, this is just a foundation. You're just building it. And I want to encourage you and the people that's listening is that because when, we, when we're on this journey, when we, when we feel like, okay, it's good. I build traction, right? It gets a little scary. And maybe it's just me. I can never speak for nobody else. But especially, you know, when some, some good happens for so long, you're like, man, this is weird. You get one phone call. Oh, I'm, I'm here now. You get one phone call. Oh, man, I, we booked, baby. YouTube videos doing good, blah, blah, blah. And it just feel weird because we raised up uh, hearing about the struggle and seasons and lights. And that happens and stuff, too. But, like, I encourage people, like, to live in the good parts, too. Because that means that you didn't did – I'm talking to you now. That means you did something right along the journey. And you was like – just like you said before, like, all right, God, I'm, I'm, I'm coming back. But it was your way. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the parents' way. Yeah. And you're going to be able to say that, hey – Yes, I had this foundation. Love your parents, but like now I'm, I'm gonna tell Junior here. I'm gonna tell my little girl. Like, no, this is how we do it over here. Cause boom, boom, boom. And and so like I I, I ain't taking too much of your time. We got seven minutes. I ain't gonna hold it before an hour. I know you're busy, man. And um, but I just wanted to encourage you, man. I said I appreciate you for doing what you're doing, and thank you for uh being on the podcast for sure. Appreciate <laughs> it. Bro. Appreciate it. Bro. Yes. Any appreciate last thoughts for the people out there for the season finale of the No Tech Talk podcast? Man, bro, it's just a blessing to be here, bro. Um, and, and one thing is, like, if anybody is struggling, because uh, I actually forgot to say it, man, uh, if anybody's struggling, you know, finding their identity, like, just in Christ, uh, I, feel, yeah. I feel like I struggled with it for a long time because I felt like I had to be a certain way, talk a certain way, dress a certain way, um, and that's not the case. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we always get so caught up with the status quo, what people expect from you, uh, and there should be a high expectation on on you that that's how that's where accountability comes from but keeping your raw authentic self that's how you're going to reach the people that god really uh wired you and i say wired because nobody can rewire you like he mm-hmm. wired you to reach that type of people like like i talk with a strong accent right yeah. even though you can hear and I, I had to work through it right to be like okay i can't talk this bad now nah, it, it was bad it's not like I was, I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm traveling the military same thing like, you country yeah. man chill out yeah. <laughs> yeah. terrible bro so like I, I had to go ahead and be like okay i need a balance here right yeah i still talk the way i need to talk uh and still keep my authentic to let people know where i'm from right so and I know a certain way if i if i talk a certain way that people say, like talking proper. If I go talk talking to somebody like that, like bro, e, what happened to you? It's not gonna right? come off as authentic, right? Yeah, it's, I don't want anything else to do with you, right? So right. I'm embracing where I came from, but I'm also letting people know, hey, like, and letting myself know that I've grown since you last saw me, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I'll say that, man. Remember to be your authentic self, but also take bits and pieces on where you're going and where you've been. Uh, and and make that raw, authentic collage of what you know God is molding you to be. 
You heard it here first. <laughs> this is how we ended it, baby. Thank y'all for coming on the IG Live. And if you're if you here with me, follow my boy. If you're here with him, follow me if you want to. That's cool. But uh, I wanted to make sure uh, this last episode was fun. I had on IG Live, make sure people got the good kind of timing and uh, tap in and chime into the conversation and everything. Thanks to everybody for all the fire emojis and saying, let's go eat and going back through. That's good. So I love it, y'all. This is it. This season one. Uh, just in case you don't know, like this has been a long time coming. I think I've been doing this about a year and a half now, at least for season one. Let's just talk about being consistent. I came out with a video, a little funny video about uh, when I made it to a year of 52 consecutive episodes, you know, from an hour, hour and a half a piece. Uh, doing what I feel like God's calling me to do. And, and just a little tip as far as purpose before we go. It shouldn't feel like work. This does not feel like work. You know what I'm saying? Like your passion to obviously help other people, but it should be something that you just motivate to do every single day. And that's that's just a, a good indicator of what it is right there. But it's season two. I probably do a little verbiage at the end, but uh, thank you, man, again for coming on. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. This has been another edition the No Tech Talk podcast is always a reminder to live life on purpose and live a little no tech in your life. Peace.